Now, the rest of the story. Is a revolution all blood and guts and guns? Or is there room for the artist, the author, the poet, the performer, the composer? At the time of our American Revolution, a gentleman named Francis Hopkinson was all of those things. He'd studied in England under painter Benjamin West, became proficient at portraits and engraving. His poetry, both humorous and serious, was widely published. A talented musician, Fran Hopkinson gave harpsichord performances. He composed. In fact, his was the first book of music published by an American composer. Well, let's see, what else? He served as chairman of the Continental Navy Board between 1776 and 1778. For three years afterward, he held the office of treasurer of loans. His creative contribution to the cause of freedom included revolutionary essays. Terribly effective. You know, only once did he regret having used his creativity to benefit the nation. And here's why. In 1780, Hopkinson wrote a letter to the Board of Admiralty reminding them of a particular service that he had performed as chairman and considering it had been beyond the responsibilities of his position, he now asked that he be reimbursed. He wanted to be paid for it. For the Board of Admiralty referred Hopkinson's letter to Congress. Congress passed it along to the Board of the Treasury. Next thing you know, Hopkinson was being asked for more details in the form of a specific bill. All right, said Friend, so he produced a second document, forwarded that to James Milligan, the Auditor General, who sent it to the commissioners on the Chamber of Accounts. You're keeping track of this, I hope. He returned it to the Auditor General with advice for payment, and he returned it to the Board of Treasury with his endorsement. And the Board of Treasury? No, as a matter of fact, they objected on the grounds that no vouchers had been included with the bill and demanded a new one be submitted. And now all that you've just heard was only the beginning, and all Fran wanted, a signer of our Declaration of Independence, all he wanted was to be paid for what he considered a significant service. Where, after all, did it get him? Get him a congressional investigation. And that turmoil continued for more than a year. There were summonses and reports and tentative conclusions and there were reevaluations and more reports and another investigation and resignations and resolutions and more reports. And after all that was said and done, three things were apparent. Fran had indeed rendered the service he had claimed. Fran had enemies on the board of the Treasury. Where did that leave him? Here is where. Fran Hopkinson was never, ever going to be paid. You see, according to the board, the public was entitled to additional services now and then from government employees who already drew comfortable salaries. And just maybe, if Francis Hopkinson had been reimbursed for what he did, maybe we would have forgotten him. But as it happened, a seamstress named Betsy Ross absolutely, unjustifiably received credit for the accomplishment of artist Francis Hopkinson, which was, which was, which was the design of the American flag. And now you know the rest of the story.